this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today she's here she's loving life miss sarah frazier <laughs> hi david david yontef love being back um where well, there's there's just so much there's just so, so much. much guys there's just well, so much um, i was googling because i think it was somebody on tiktok who was calling out i actually so i think it was a story on tiktok but i was i was googling while you were introing us um people giving crystal from rhobh shit about kind of coming for diana jenkins over not shopping outlets when crystal owns a ninety five thousand dollar birkin bag so i was just looking back at that um it's so funny because I didn't realize everyone was coming for Crystal. And then she recently posted a picture of her with like the guy who runs Hermes. And I was like, she's like, I'll never give it up. And I was like, I don't understand what this is all about. Like now I do. I didn't realize everyone was, you know, listen, we've talked about it before. Diana is not necessarily making a bunch of fans in the Bravo world mm-hmm. this season. Um, you know, listen, I still don't think they're going to get rid of her, but that's just my prediction. We're still early in the season. Anything can happen. I mean, I know Andy said great things about her in the beginning. I think, I still think there's more there and there's more to scratching the surface. But again, I'd love to know if people are loving her because I don't feel that when I'm getting these texts. That, that's all. No, these, like, I mean, DMs. No, people aren't. And and like I was telling you, the most recent episode, you know, people were saying, um, you know, Garcelle, who, of course, everybody loves. I love Garcelle, um, that basically Jenkins was accused of kind of this passive aggressive racism by saying that um, Garcelle was unwelcoming. Sharing that she had the hardest time trying to strike up a friendship, seeing as Jenkins singled out Garcelle and not any of the other ladies, some fans were saying that she said what she said was racially charged. So, um, yeah, you can make that decision on your own. But people were tweeting about that. Um, so yeah, I mean, Diana, people are coming for Diana. It's hard. Like we talked about, I think, I just don't think Diana's had that super relatable moment yet on the show. A lot of people thought it was when she was trying to talk about her only brother being killed in the war. Um, but she just, I don't know. And I don't know that you're going to get anything relatable. It's, it's hard because I do think you have, you know, she isn't American, you know, so you don't. And I think that's the struggle a little bit with Dubai, although a lot of the women are American or expats, you know, so it's, it, 
I don't know if there's a disconnect there. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there is. Dubai uh, is another one that like, <coughs> I would love to know if people like it because I'm getting the negative DMs about that too. So, I mean, do people love Dubai? I don't know. I, I, I can't tell. I got to pull up some ratings. I don't know. I mean, I would never not watch it, but I think certain people are having trouble disconnecting with it. I mean, look, I don't like blind items. We don't do that here at this podcast. We are doing the analyzation. It's different. I think that's why people like us. I am so sick of all these stupid blind items, but there's, I mean, like, should I start saying like, you know, you know, a, a, a former East Coast housewife who loves to eat peaches. Ooh, it could be Nini. It could be Kim. Let's figure this one out. No, stupid. But there is this blind item that, you know, Diana's boy toy fiance is out there, you know, swinging his dick around and he's at all these like music awards and she's saying it's good for his career but secretly she's at home with the kids being like I'm furious this hot young thing is cheating on me and that's just the so who knows but do I think there's 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 something behind those eyes of Diana yes like you know like this isn't like nice little Susie homemaker. I think there's a lot there between her and the fiance. And just, I think Diana's got some darkness and, and, and crazy there. And that's, and I mean that in a positive way, I think she has potential to be a great hustler. I think there's a lot there. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I tend to be with you. I think she gets a second season without a doubt. I mean, you know, the thing is too, is like, again, I think what we've also seen on these franchises now is unless you like people want to see a lot of money. I mean, right now, Kyle Richards, obviously Kathy Hilton, but they're probably the only other two on that franchise that can fire up the PJ. You know, I mean, they kind of need Diana to keep the wealthy Beverly Hills because we know EJ's PJ is gone. EJ's PJ is gone, which I like that little story. And like, also, let me just say, we have producers here. Like we have producers, you know, we have producers that are editing this. And for all we know, Diana's sitting home and being like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm about a lot more than my money. Like, well, why is this my, my, my shtick? And maybe Crystal Crystal can probably fire up the PJ, I guess. I think Crystal can fire up a PJ. Um, I think Dorit might fire PJ. I don't think she should. I don't think she should save those coins, Dorit. I don't think you should. EJ well, can't. And um, Rina, nah, she, she's not going to, she can't do no PJ. Rina, Rina. Rina's too smart with her money, don't you think? I mean, uh-huh. Rina and Harry, Rina and Harry have a plan. And that is they are, they're saving their coins because, I mean, you know, I love that Harry's 70, you know, I mean, I think they're praying that Harry lives to be 88 and, you know, the last 10 years of Harry's life, they are going to sail off into the sunset. I mean, they already live a fabulous life, but I mean, and they've made millions and millions of dollars, but I mean, I, I don't think they have $80 million in the bank, you know? I think Rena's, you know, one of the 10 million, poor, probably. she might be one of the poorer RHOBH. No, no shade to miss Rena. Well, EJ, unfortunately, EJ went. Oh, I forgot about EJ. Poor EJ. <laughs> um, EJ's got. Oh, listen, well, and Garcelle, we know Garcelle. I mean, I adore Garcelle, but we know Garcelle probably doesn't have a, a ton of money. She, I mean, she's living she's very well. She's a working. Yeah, she's a yeah, working, working actress like everyone else in BH. I mean, I put Denise Richards in that category. She's a working actress. Totally. I mean, re- speaking. Re- yes, go on. Of go on. EJ. Okay. Um, people are, you know, people are saying, why are you going for the massage? Why are you bringing the glam? People are really still counting her coins. They're counting her coins. They don't like the Mikey Minden and the glam squad on vacation. People, people want Erica to live a much more pious life than she is currently living. You do realize this. I do. And um, I say to those people, I don't think that's true. I, I really don't. I really don't. Because do you really like what are you going to I mean, you can't. This is where I side with EJ. You can't win. You know, if EJ started doing her own makeup, everyone would be. Tr- just, oh, my God, you're so ugly. You're old. You're this. You're that. I mean, do we really want to see her not doing her makeup? I think we know from her immense downsizing, you know, I mean, 
she doesn't have that much money anymore. And I mean, I think the glam, I think people in their minds still think she's spending $40,000 a month on glam. She's not. Yes. If she's flying her friends there or whatever. Okay. They just did this Mexico trip, right? Okay. We know that, that Jenkins paid for the PJ. So probably, I don't know how many people can pay fit on the PJ. Let's say 12, you know, I mean, Erica, Erica didn't have to pay for the PJ. She probably paid $1,500 for them to fly down there. A couple of people of the glam squad, maybe another $5,000, four or $5,000 for the week. I mean, you know, she is making money from the show. And I just think the glam squad is probably down to $10,000 a month, maybe. And can I just say something else? Which is still a lot of money, by the way. I don't want to say that it's not, but I just also- no, it's a lot of money. And also she's not giving it to the victim. So if she's not spending it on the glam squad, she's going to spend it on, you know, patting the puss or something, right? Like it's not, we, I think we, we can tell now that unless it's court ordered, there's no money that is going from Erica Jane to any type of anything. Victims are so, I mean, be outraged, Because she's never been charged. Are you outraged? I don't get outraged. I don't get outraged. I don't get, I I really don't. I don't get outraged. I don't, you know, I just don't like, I feel, you know, it's not really my thing. Like, I don't really, I don't really have an opinion here on the, if anyone really listens, I'm just kind of giving you the psychology of what I think is behind it all. I don't really, you know, I don't know. I don't really, I guess, do, do I have no opinion in life? I don't know. It's like, we're alive and we're healthy. Who cares? Like, I'm sure people are it is what it is. so tired of me defending um, EJ. And I, I just, I just, I love everything that is Erica. Um, I, I know people are tired of defending me, or me defending her. I'll just Honey, say- Kim I, D on my weekend Patreons loves her too. So you're both hated equally. So go on. I, and I've said this, I think Erica- immediately from the start. And I, I don't know the legal ramifications of this, but I think she should have said, I will, I, I uh, knew nothing about this. Uh, there has been no criminal charges against me. I will work with attorneys. Um, some of the gifts that, that Tom has given me, I'm going to give back to make sure that the victims, like I can do my part to give the victims, um, some money, right? I think if she had done that, I, I'm not an attorney. So maybe that's a slippery slope. Maybe once you do that, that faucet never shuts off, which is why she, from the start was like, fuck it. I'm going to just take what I can take and defend it. I don't know. I, I, I've never been in that position from a public standpoint. I think if she had just done that and said, I'm turning over $2 million in gifts that Tom had given me, maybe that would have And then she moved on. Maybe that would have satisfied people. But I also, at this point, I get, you guys, she's never been charged. I mean, do you not think they, this case is so high profile. Do you not think they have tried every, I bet they've subpoenaed, they text messages, phones, emails. If at this point, if they cannot prove that Erica knew, or I just, I don't, what do you guys want? I mean, I, that's, that's where I'm now team like Erica, like, fuck it. Just be you keep your sassy self, keep that cold heart because I don't know what people want. Now, listen, I, you're not going to change it anyway. You know, it's like, you're just, this is, this is, this is her, you know, this is her. And I don't know, what do you think? You're an attorney. I mean, do you think that there still could be a chance that she is linked to, that she knew and she was- Well, I think- Tom stealing money? I think it's a slippery slope. You know, I don't think you can start giving money to victims really when there's legal things, you know, when there's stuff looming. You know, look, I think there's ways to do almost anything, but- when she says like, I can't and this and that, like, I don't necessarily disagree with that from a legal point of view, the optics on how that looks, it looks then like you knew and like you're guilty if you start giving money to people. Mm. I mean, at this point, I don't really think there's ever going to be an end in sight. You know what I mean? Like when it's over, I still do agree that she could have handled the optics on this better look, you could at least release a statement through your attorneys of how very sorry you are. And, and, and you know what I mean? So I don't think she sure. handled it correct, but yeah, I mean, legally, I'm not so sure you should be going and giving money to people 
when there's all this stuff looming against you at the moment. Okay. I'm not so sure. That's, you know, from a legal point of view. Okay. Um, and we all know I have no emotion. So there you go. Now, keeping with Beverly Hills, God, these girls keep us so busy. Um, Lisa Rinna, this whole Lisa Rinna, Kim Richards, Kathy Helton thing is, is coming out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, so when Rinna, you know, when Kim said that thing about Rinna on the show, you know, about Harry Hamlin and Rinna like smashed the glass and said, you know, don't you ever talk about Harry, you know, now Rinna is saying that Kathy Helton told her Kim made all that up. So she's kind of throwing, I mean, she's making herself and Harry look good and she's kind of throwing like Kathy under the bus. Cause that's what we're now doing with this, this, these alleged, you know, it's Rinna's it, like okay. right with Erica about like, she used all these slurs. So it's like, let's just, we're adding to this, that like, you also said this about your sister. What do you think it is? I mean, do you just think that's the runaway? Like now it's Kathy's turn. Like everyone's coming for Kathy because I, I'm like, okay, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about it. Everything had calmed down with this, you know, this guy who was obviously fake. And I, I'm so curious, like we should have tried to get a hold of him. Like, I think he made I, I it thought all about up. it. I, I thought about it for a minute. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. You know how on a recent episode of Girls Trip, Brandy Glanville was talking about pleasuring herself and Vicki Gumbelson and Dorinda Medley, mm, they weren't really into that. I think Dorinda actually said she doesn't like to pleasure herself. Well, listen, I am going to send Dame products to Vicki and to Dorinda, and I guarantee you they're going to change their tune. Dame products are thoughtfully engineered toys. Yes, that's right. Great vibrators and other sex toys for women. There's discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and you know what? A whole lot of fun. I guarantee you Vicky and Dorinda would have fun if I sent them Dame products. And what should I pick out for them? The Eva, that's really their first and most iconic product. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. Look, Vicky's got her new boyfriend, right? So the Eva would be perfect. And then there's the Air. It's a suction vibrator and it's designed to get you there. Get it? They have massage oils. They have everything at Dame. So go to dameproducts.com and use code VELVETROBE for, wait for it, 15% off. That's VELVETROBE. That's the code. Go to Dame Products and you get 15% off your first order. And you know what? Hey, once you get yours, reach out to Vicky and Dorinda and ask them if they're enjoying yours. You guys can compare notes, have fun. Oh my God. I have to tell you guys about So Lean, So Clean. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I've been trying to lose weight this summer and I wanted something. It's really simple. I wanted something that was high protein, low carbs, and low sugar. I mean, I also wanted something that tasted great. And that's when I discovered So Lean, So Clean. So Lean, So 
Clean is a clean plant-based protein powder. I personally use it after my workout. I use it sometimes to make shakes and smoothies. It has 21 grams of protein per serving, zero grams of sugar, and the carbs are between one and four grams. It comes unflavored in vanilla and chocolate, but let me tell you, the vanilla chai, oh my God. But look, don't take my word for it. Solene So Clean, which is from the brand Aura, they have over 10 thousand five star reviews from happy online customers. Do you know how hard that is? And there's no risk. You can try Aura's products. And if you're not happy for any reason, within 30 days, you get a full refund. You get 30% off your first subscription when you text ROPE to 64,000. Text ROPE, R-O-P-E, to 64,000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's ROPE to 64,000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Aura Organic slash terms. You guys know I work from home. And because of that, I travel a lot and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere. And it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven, they'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code VELVET to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. I think he literally just made it all up maybe to try to get attention on himself, but he alleged that he was like hired by Kathy and paid $20,000 to come after Rena. Kathy's like, I've never met this guy. I don't know who he is. Then he goes, oh, actually I was hired by Rena. Rena's like, this guy's a fake. I mean, so anyway, it, it seemed like they called off their feud. And now here we are. And it's interesting to me that we're hearing more and more about Kim Richards. My theory is too, I feel like is, are we setting the scene for Kim to make a return, like, are we going to see the three sisters maybe as Kyle's final season all back on camera together? Um, you know, the other thing is Kyle and Mauricio are getting their own show on Netflix. Is this setting the scene? Kim Richards is going to come back in some way on that. I don't know. I'm just like, what's your theory? I mean, I don't know. I'm like, why are we hearing again a feud between those two? Well, listen, you're asking a lot of questions and there's a lot to unpack. Now, yes, to answer your question, yes and yes. I do think this is the Rinna way. I think that Rinna is up there with Kyle. She just does it in a sloppy way so that people are, it's more evident with Rinna. But I do think it's the Rinna way. She is a producer. This is the job she was meant to play. She will go down, Lisa Vanderpump. Done. Denise Richards, done. Yeah, I think just what you said, it is Kathy's turn. She chopped off the head of Vanderpump. Now, okay, that's a different story. Maybe Vanderpump has some things to do with that. She certainly chopped off the head of Denise Richards. I mean, I don't know how else you could look at that one. She's chopping off the head of Kathy. Yeah, I think it's your second season. Nobody's immune. It's your turn. I think Rena's like, yes, yes. Do I think it's like I'm threatened by her because she's Kathy Hilton and she's going to steal the thunder and the star of the show is Lisa Rinna? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's part of it, actually. But regardless, I just think it's more like nobody is immune. She yeah. was friends with Denise. She was friends with Kathy. I don't think she was as good of friends with Kathy as she was. With, but she doesn't care. She just is doing the job. She's right. doing the job. So... Yeah, I think this is what it is. And she jumps on social media and she stirs it up and she's just doing the job. So yeah, I think it's yeah. Kathy. So that's that's the first part of that. The second part of that is look, there's 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 been and Kim has spoken out. Kathy's even said, Yeah, 
Kim has had talks with Andy. Kim has had talks with Andy. I think Kim Richards is one of the most underrated housewives when you really boil it down. She's great. She's great. She's great. So with Kathy, look, I think if Kim comes back, it'll certainly help them keep Kathy. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't think Kathy's going anywhere. Everyone always thinks, you know, they're calling for this one to be fired. We already talked about this a few weeks ago. I don't think Kathy's going anywhere. And, you know, she said, I want to stay. This isn't going to scare me off. I don't know if that's really the truth, but I could see Kathy being like, you're not going to run me out of town on some, you know, what she claims is a false rumor. Um, I think Kim, let's bring Kim back, guys. There's probably. I I think we're setting the scene for I just think you're hearing so much about Kim Richards out of you know, not nowhere, but I think out of, um, you know, we just haven't heard about her. And I'm like, oh, I feel like this is a play for, you know, and maybe it's even a play, you know, do we eventually, we know Kyle has hinted over and over, she's ready to leave, right? Now Mauricio is getting this show on Netflix, which we can talk about. Um, And, you know, are they almost setting the scene? Do the three sisters get their own show on Bravo? I mean, I that's, I mean, that's rumored is how Beverly Hills Housewives was to start. It was based on the three Richard sisters and then it morphed into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but it's a concept that they've kicked around in so many different formats throughout the years. Listen, I, I say <laughs> it is time to bring Kim Richards back. Bunny back. and all. Bring her back. I mean, could you imagine? And then her and Rena, how that would go. And I mean, I could see her like her, you know, it's just like Diana. Like, I mean, she has the history with Rena. It's not solved. They got to work that shit out. So I just think Kim is one of the most underrated housewives. I think it's time to bring her back. I think right. the possibilities are endless of what could happen if they do bring her back. So I say, bring her back. I I say it is time to bring Kim Richards back to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, So that's that. Now, what else? Oh, okay. Well, okay, keep going. Kyle's show. I got got stuff to say about that. Okay, I was going to say, you know, buying Beverly Hills. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, it's actually Mauricio's show. And I have other news that Um, I've heard. What the D, I want the D. You know, look, t- look, this is capitalizing. And, and you know, I've told this to our audience before. Part of the reason I moved to Los Angeles is I want to be a producer. I've had long unscripted ideas, which essentially just means reality shows that I'm out here selling, right? And developing. I can tell you one of the big formats that people are trying to emulate nonstop is selling Sunset. So we now have Buying Beverly Hills, which is Mauricio, the agency. It's going to feature agents. I think they're real. I haven't dug that deep into it. It's going to feature Kyle's their daughters. Um, Kyle is going to be on it, although they really are kind of pushing Mauricio. I like from what I've seen, I adore Mauricio. I mean, Mauricio wants to light up a joint and have a great time. I mean, you know, this man seems fun to me, Um, but you know, he's a big deal out here. You drive all around Los Angeles and I'm not talking just Beverly Hills there. The agency's signs are everywhere, you know, I'll go to an agency open house for, for behind the velvet rope slash the Sarah Fraser show and document it. So they're getting the show. What's interesting is Kyle is openly telling people, yes, she'll make an appearance, but she's not going to be on it all the time. And she's actually advised her daughters and Mauricio not to do reality TV. It's so strange to me, yet they still continue to do it. She's like, look, two of my daughters are businesswomen. I've told them don't do real. Why do you, why do you want to do this? So you know, will the women be on, will the daughters be on that much? Or is that the selling point, but it's really going to be Mauricio selling sunset. You always make statements and there's so much to unpack. There's <laughs> so much to unpack now. So hit me. And then I'm where this is going to be deeper. This is, a, there's so much to this guys. Okay. First okay. of all, anyone that's not watching a million dollar listing LA or New York, I don't know what you're doing calling yourself a Bravo fan. They are two of the best shows on Bravo. Now, let's put that on the side because this does affect this. This does affect this. Now, let's get into Selling Sunset. The best show that's ever existed. I've already said this. The best reality show, along with The Hills and Laguna Beach, that's ever existed. Blows anything on Bravo out of the water. Now, we have a spinoff. It's called Selling Tampa. That is, it's not the Oppenheim group, but it's Adam DeVello, same producers, Selling the OC is coming. I have, I have seen the trailer. It's okay. going to be insane. It is literally going to be insane. It is the Oppenheim group. So we have three in that genre. 
I don't think buying Beverly Hills is part of the selling Sunset, selling Tampa, selling OC series. I don't think it's Adam DeVello. It might be. I don't know. I, I want to do some more research. Like, I don't think so. I think it would be selling whatever. Um, it doesn't shock me that this show is greenlit and going forward. Now, we have the agency. Well, we have David and James from Million Dollar Listing LA that work for Mauricio. David and James have announced weeks ago that they are leaving Million Dollar Listing New York. They're done. I Interesting. Think, okay. I think we're going to see them on this show. Yeah, I we assume. are. We are. We are. Let's just say it. We are. Come on. Are. Like we one are. plus one equals two guys. And, um, and you're right. Contractually, that's why their names were not in the press release, right? Because they're still probably under contract, but you know what's going to happen. And this show is going to be, okay, keep going. And you know, okay. I, I, I mean, so we have David and James. We have like two Ugh. superstars from this show. David and James are great on TV. I've interviewed both of them. I don't see them leaving million dollar listing LA just because they're so busy at work. I mean, it ties into your work. So that's strange that they announce it, but they do. And now here they are. So I think considering their boss is Mauricio Umansky, David and James from million dollar listing will be on this show as cast members, actually as full-time cast members. I believe that I think the girls are going to be a big part of it. I do. I really do. I think Kyle's George. Kyle is advised what, against is, it. Okay, why do you think Kyle keeps saying no to reality TV and then signs up for it? What? What? Just well, I don't know. Is that? I is mean, that I don't know if Kyle really has any say in the matter. Mauricio is probably like, "This is going to be good for business," and I'm it doing is. it. And you know, listen. I mean, the selling sunset. Mauricio himself will be like, you know, Jason Oppenheim. I don't think he's going to get his hands dirty. He's going to be Lisa Vanderpump of Vanderpump Rules. Like Mauricio will come across looking good. Now, the daughters as agents, that's, you know, that's, think about the great TV. I mean, is there nepotism? How does this work when we're having a problem between Farah and uh, David? I mean, it's an interesting concept. Like, who's going to challenge one of, you know, Mauricio and Kyle's daughters in the office? I'm sure it comes up with commissions. And I'm sure there's rumors. Well, she's the fucking teacher's pet. She's the damn daughter. Think about it. So, and Mauricio has to be fair. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I think the daughters are going to be on it. I do. They're right. pretty. They're young. They're, they're, yes. they're, they're what reality TV is, is, is supposed to be. I, I couldn't agree oh. with you more. I mean, you, now, you have the greatest insight. Okay. Yeah. Go on. I got something else to say. I got something else to say. I believe it's sandal season. And that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc style sandals, I embrace those feel good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, I'm going to be honest, finding that balance between too high and not high enough, it's tough. Come on. I'm sure you've all had that problem, right? Well, listen, not anymore. Diet Smoke has formulated the perfect high. I mean, look, sometimes you're not high enough and that sucks because like the world is really effing stressful and you just need to escape life's problems, right? Then other times I find, well, like now I'm too high and I have to do the behind the velvet or a podcast five days a week for all of you. So the balance is what I strive for. I know it's what all of you strive for. And listen, Diet Smoke has formulated the perfect high. Here's the thing. Their Delta 8 gummy gives you a beautiful balanced buzz every time. They are so freaking good. And if you're looking for something a little bolder, Diet Smoke's Delta 9 gummies are for you. The flavors, watermelon, peach. There's so many options. My personal favorite, blue raspberry. Yeah, you get that high and you have that blue raspberry going on. Oh my God. And you don't need a medical card or license to order Diet Smoke. Hello, hallelujah. They're so confident in their product that if you're not 100% satisfied, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Okay, so head over to dietsmoke.com and use code VELVET for 15% off your first order. That's promo code VELVET at dietsmoke.com for 15% off your first order. Now let's get that perfect high on babe. I know you guys love listening to my five day a week celebrity interview podcast, but guess what? I found another podcast that's interviews even bigger names and does so way more professionally than I do. Honestly, they do. Listen, it's called The Envelope. It's a celebrity guest podcast from the LA Times. That's right, LA Times, guys. And they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. The first six episodes are available to binge now. That's right, right now. And let me tell you about these guests. I am so jealous. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour from Stranger Things, Jessica Biel. Oh, and they get so deep and in-depth with their interviews. They really go there. Listen, these six episodes kept me so happy. Six hours of pure bliss. So listen, download and listen to the latest episodes of The Envelope anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can thank me later. Happy listening. Give us the tea. I believe. This is, I've said this, this is really an exclusive. When this happens, all of you can say, I'm really, I'm going to cut this clip and replay this when all of this is announced. I believe in my heart of hearts, based on a couple of things that I know, that Ryan Surhan from Million Dollar Listing New York is going to be leaving. This is really an exclusive. It is going to be selling New York on Netflix and it's going to be the Surhan group. Yeah. Can I can I just tell you? And I'm going to tell you why I'm saying this, but go on. I'm I'm like convinced of what's happening here. Yep. Go on. This is an exclusive. Uh, no, I I oh my god. I when you see Andy Cohen again at that club that you went to in the Hamptons. I mean, you have to Andy has to be sweating. I I, I mean, I'm not kidding about Bravo's. I think Bravo's programming is in deep trouble. I really do. Now, of course, I say that I've got show pitches that I want to pitch to them, which is why they need to buy mine because they will be hits. But Obviously. this is not good. This is not good. I don't think. Do you for Bravo? I mean, they're losing. And, you know, you wonder with Sonia and Luann, and I, I mean, I'm really reaching here. But with Sonia and Luann putting it out there that they're being courted for a reality show. I mean, maybe a Netflix, maybe a Hulu, maybe an Amazon, maybe an Apple goes, you know what? Fuck it. Let's try it. I, and at what point did they start stealing all the stars from Bravo? Am I not, am I, is this like too much of a reach? When you watch one of the other most brilliant shows in reality TV history, Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary, who has made an appearance behind the valve rope, will say to people like, what is proprietary? Like, what is proprietary about this? He's like, what will stop the big guy from coming along and crushing you like the cockroach that you are? You can listen to this all day and stay in your Bravo world. Netflix is one billion times bigger. Bravo is in the United States of America. The United States watches Bravo. Netflix is global worldwide. When I had Jason Oppenheim here from Selling Sunset, he's like, what? Bravo, ABC. He's like, we wanted nothing. We wanted nothing but Netflix. He's like, we don't, we don't want to be on Bravo. We don't want to be on ABC, MTV. This is Netflix. And you know what? He's actually right. So 
They weren't in the game and they had this one show selling sunset and that entered them into reality. Bling Empire then came, you know what I mean? So they are, you know, this selling thing. Listen, say what you want. Selling Sunset is for real estate and Netflix what the housewife says. It's going to be every city. Now, you don't think there's going to be a New York City, but this isn't just me grasping at straws. Here's, here's what I know. <laughs> this is going to... Sh- Go on. The, I'm, I'm like, the, I'm like twirling the, my hair. And I mean, I, the, the producer, this producer from Orange County, guys, this is, you're going to sit down that this producer from Orange County who claims that Heather Dubrow is abusive and pushed him and says that he quit because of Heather Dubrow. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know how that just came out? Yes. We talked about that. Yes. That producer, that producer is gone where has come and is in New York city filming some real estate show. Now, I know for a fact that I know for a fact people that work at the Surhant Group, which is the same as the Oppenheim Group, it's the same as the agency, just called Surhant. I know people that have interviewed for some reality show and it's with Netflix. So I am telling you, this is breaking exclusive news. Today's date that we are recording this, you're going to hear this a little bit later. Today's date is, what is today? June, June 26th. I'm stamping this. You heard it here first. I am telling you, think about it. Ryan Serhant is a cast member with Frederick and Steve Gold. And that sure. is not, that is, it's the Serhant name is out there, but that's not showing all of your, that's not showing all of your employees. What if you can go to Netflix, which is a, a bigger platform, you can be the daddy boss, and now we can have all your agents on. So it's not just you. Now, 15 of your actual employees, their business is going to triple. So if 15 people that work for the Sirhan Group are now on TV, they're going to get more business, and it's going to go in your pocket because you're going to get a percentage of this. And- you Bye. think that Ryan Serhant, businessman extraordinaire, just said yes to Netflix? I am sure there is a deal put together that is so much more money than he was getting on Bravo. It's going to be called, it might even be called selling Serhant. It may not even be called, it might be called selling New York. It might be called selling Serhant. Regardless, it's going to be about the Serhant group. His name, his name, his name. Ryan Serhant is going to leave million dollars to New York and go to Netflix. And it's going to all, it's going to be the Serhant group. I, I, I know this. This is exclusive P. It's happening. It's happening. So, wow. I don't know when that's going to be announced. They're not, but this producer from the OC has arrived in New York and is filming this real estate show. And I know not one, not two, three specific real estate agents that work at the Sirhan group that have interviewed for this position. So there you go. It's happening. Damn. And it's going to be, it's going to be great. And listen, the Sirhan group, they're going to choose the young, cute, hot, you know, hot boys, hot girls, game, gay boys. And it's going to be New York city real estate on acid. And Ryan's going to be like million dollar listing and Bravo. He'll, he'll bang them and it will be great, but this is going to be, it's going to be so good for his business. And I'm sure they gave him a shitload of money and all the agents that are under him that are going to be on TV. He's going to get a percentage. This is going to happen. So sorry to go down the real estate rabbit hole, everyone, but, but there it is it, yeah. it's happening. You, you just, you're going to remember this. So, and I love the selling shows. And as you say, you're pitching everything and all that they want to do is knock off sellings. Yeah, they do. It's a great show. Um, God, I'm sorry. I went into my own. No, I love that tea. That was like really, really good. I was, I was just looking at like a few other things. Um, Oh, oh, um, no, I, I mean, that was just so good. I love it. I love talking about the Mauricio show. And I mean, I mean, is everyone going to watch the Mauricio? And you know what it is? You know what it is? Let me say one more thing before we move on. Kyle doesn't want Mauricio to do this, but you know what? Let's just think about like botched, like when Heather was gone and, you know, like that was a whole life in and of itself. And it, you know, to a lot of people, it it became like, 
Heather who? I mean, botched was a huge hit. Like that was this, great between if, those two. This yeah. has potential to be like there will be a day when like Mauricio is the reality TV star of the family and not I could Kyle. See it. There will be. I could see it. I mean, you know, and look, I mean, they allude to the fact that Mauricio might do some business deal, not not in this this pitch, but I mean, we've seen it, right? Mauricio is very close to PK. Right. So, you know, maybe you see PK making a crossover, PK and Mauricio do a deal. You know, they invest in some building or whatever, you know, build an apartment together, whatever. You know, I mean, there's so much great crossover. And I think that the husbands are great. I mean, PK, I adore PK. I mean, PK is just fucking hysterical. And David and James, I forgot which one it was. It might have been both of them were involved in PK and Dorit's real estate transaction. That other house. So it's like. You'll see. David and James are going to be there. Ryan's going to be. Everything is coming to Netflix. And wait, I I agree with you. I mean, I don't think it's such a good thing for Bravo with all this. But I mean, Netflix is just look at if they can find some formula that is real housewives. I don't know what it would be. They will start knocking that up, too. I don't know if they want to. It's it's a it's a shrinking. It's a shrinking ratings thing so but you know bling empire if you look at it yeah it was based on crazy rich asians but you could relate bling empire to shaza sunset or you can relate it to you know family karma other bravo you know shows about like a certain so netflix isn't you know you don't you can't do it all at once but i would say in five years netflix my prediction is running the reality game i would that's a huge prediction. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's wild, wild, you know, because I mean, there's just, wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You know, maybe they'll do, maybe they'll do what, you know, girlfriends in Paris is going to be on Bravo. Maybe they'll start coming and saying, we're going to do junior housewives and we're going to find people in their like thirties and, and, and make that, you know, um, girlfriends of New York, girlfriends of LA. I mean, I don't know. Like, anything is possible, but I think Netflix is slowly selling sunset was such an important show for them. They wanted to enter the reality game and here they are. And it's like, it's, Oh, and by the way, selling sunset has just been renewed for season six and seven. I mean, this doesn't happen guys where like a show gets renewed for like two seasons at once it's season six and seven. So both are, I mean, they both are, are not, I mean, God, they're filming, they're filming nonstop on that show now. I mean, I've had all the agents on and I'm like, look, I mean, just cut to the chase. Like this has to have been good for business. Yeah, of course. And so that's where the Ryan thing ties. It's great for your business. Um, what else do you, you know, what's interesting, what I found is Nene Leakes is now feuding with Facetune. What is this about? Okay, wait, that I read? wait, wait. I, well, I was going to say to you, you know, I don't have the scoop on this one. Um, do you? I have the scoop more on Andy Cohen talking about the housewife that he went shopping with in Cannes, who was such oh. a tornado. Uh, but oh. I, I did not end up doing a dive into this. Do you know anything about it? I can, I can look into the. I don't think there's much to it. And then, okay, well, b- before we get the now, now I want to know about the housewife. I assume this housewife he went shopping with. Is is, is it Dorit? Because she's a yes. Tall. It is. I just so, thought. I guess you know that, for real. You know. Yes. Yes. You. You know. You did a. You basically set the scene, right? I mean, so Andy recently was talking about that he took Garcelle and Dorit to Cannes, where there was basically an insider TV um, summit, which there are many. But wait, and- so like he was invited and he said, I can invite any housewife I want and I'm choosing Garcelle and Dorit. No, 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 no. It sounded like probably it was pre-planned to some degree because it was about sales. Like it was basically NBC Universal's being, okay. bringing some of their talent to kind of engage, you know, big sales clients, right? So probably, I don't know, Procter & Gamble, you know, all these people who, who advertise on NBC and spend millions and millions of dollars in ads, right? But anyway, he basically was saying while there, he did a shopping excursion to Hermes with Dorit and Garcelle and shopping with Dorit is like, she's a complete tornado. Now he didn't really get into what that meant. I would say it's like, she's trying on things. She's pulling things. She's asking quite like, it's like, it's too much. But then Dorit said she was the only one who left the store without bags. So like she didn't buy anything and Andy and Garcelle did. Um, But Andy just said that it was like shopping with a tornado with her. And of course, Dorit says she shops all the time. You know, Dorit shops all the time. She's always been into fashion. She knows how she wants to look um, because it's a look. And, um, 
you know, so she just says that she loves to shop and she shops constantly. I mean, look, she's good at her fashion. I still think my favorite fashionista is Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset. Not to say that's just my style. And when Carson Kressley was on my show, he said the best dress housewife is not a housewife. It's Christine Chu from Bling Empire. But I personally love Dorit's style. I love Heather Dubrow's style. I like personally, a lot of people don't. I like label on label on label on label. I don't mind it. I don't mind the Heather Dubrow Fendi bag, Fendi shoes, Fendi skirt, Fendi scarf. I don't like it. I know everyone out there is rolling their eyes and people find it very obnoxious. I kind of like it. Yes, I guess tell me you're rich without telling me you're rich. I don't mind it though. So I love when Dorit is like head to toe Louis and head to toe Beaumont. I love it. Nene Leakes, by the way, Nene Leakes' thing, it's not really a thing. It's just that she posted a picture of herself and like, you know, the comments and Facetune said, like, we love you. It, literally, they said, we are loving you. And Nene, is, I guess, didn't really care for that. She said, like, basically, like, are you basically shading me? Like, and saying that, like, I'm using Facetune and, you know, and then people are like, oh, my God. And then, of course, the world jumped on it. Facetune is stirring up you know, for stirring up drama. I mean, I think Nini's, you know, exact, you know, in true, I say what I said for him, that Nini shot back, um, this is a professional photo shoot, stop the madness. So like Nini kind of clapped back at them. Of course, they're like, well, we never really, that wasn't really us clapping at you. I don't know. I guess I, I, their comment is kind of a dig. I mean, it's Facetune. What we are loving you. What else would that mean? Right, as Sarah laughs her ass off. You use every single filter you've subscribed because you know, of course, with Facetune to really unlock the good filters and the good that you have to pay, right? You know, so I, I think it's so funny. <laughs> we love you. You use our shit so much. Um, what a compliment! Oh my god. I mean, come on. Is it you a slow every- week here in gossip, Sarah? That we're talking about Nini's face tuning and Dorit shopping. I mean, like, are, are we now no, talking about the obvious? I'm going to read us. I'm going to read us. Read well, definitely read us. Um, but I think it's a good. It, I think it's actually a good distraction for Nini um, because you know th- there's been so much back and forth about this lawsuit. I think it's hysterical that she got into it with them. I mean, it's, it's just. I know, whatever she's going to make a feud out of anything at this point. You know, I think it's just, it's, it's good to distract from the lawsuit. And of course, you know, she's being sued by the boyfriend's ex wife alleging that she had an affair with the, you know, the new boyfriend that ended their marriage. Um, And, you know, she could, she could be really dragged into that, you know, if there's enough overlap evidence. So I, I think it's hysterical, but I mean, they all use Facetune. They all use some sort of thing, you know, by the way, you speak going back to Beverly Hills for a minute. <laughs> Miss Jane, in addition to all of her legal issues and all of that and the 2.2 million tax bill, Miss Jane is saying like, listen, you know, she did an interview, I think it was with E! News saying like, you know, don't think I'm out there like having such a great time dating. She's like, nobody wants to date me. She's like, people are, Ramona says this all the time. She's like, people don't want to date us on reality TV, but Erica's taking it one step further. And she's like, you know, I say exactly how I feel. And like, men don't like that. And men are scared of me. And like, I speak my mind and, you know, like everything in my life is public and who is going to want to date me. So Erica is saying, you know, this, this, she's not, it's Miss Jane is having a you know, hard time it's funny. a new man. Remember the rumor that Erica was allegedly like dating or kind of had gone on a couple dates with Scooter Braun, you know, of course, Scooter is divorced. And, um, uh, you know, I was like, Ooh, that could be an interesting, like hot combo. You know, maybe she's st- <sighs> look, to me, it's easy with her. Ramona's like crazy. Right. And I think there's a part of Ramona that's still in love with the ex-husband, you know, I think Ramon is her own worst enemy. However, I did think EJ would be kind of booed up by now. I really did. Like I did sort of think another billionaire would sweep in, you know, she, she kind of has that class. She has that thing, but I don't know. You know, I mean, you really look at it. Tom more supported all these dreams and goals. And it's like, I don't know, is another guy going to do that for Erica? I'm not sure. I know. Listen, it uh, and again, I love my housewives in their fifties and sixties. I am not age shaming. I am so against age shaming. 
I just think, I mean, I hate to be stereotypical. There's so many billionaires, like they want 30. Right. They a lot want 20s. And then if you want someone to build a life with, that's like, I want 30s. Like that's their, that, that's their definition of like, okay, yeah, well, I don't want twenties. I want like, right. I want to have a conversation. I just don't think many want like fifties. I just don't. And it's not, I'm not age shaming. I wish they did. I, I mean, I wish this is how the world works. We're talking like billions. And it is funny a few weeks ago on the thing where Erica was asking about Diana's ex and then yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Kyle's ex. And she's like, I'm not asking for me. And I'm like, Erica, I'm sorry. It's kind of funny this season. They're, they're editing her really kind of funny this season. It's funny. It's so good. I love it. Um, you know, but I also think with Erica, she's under so much scrutiny. I also feel like EJ is the type of person who very well, she may be dating somebody for a year. She, she, she very well, maybe he's not a billionaire, but he's, you know, she, she traveled in great circles in, in LA. I'm sure she knows a lot of guys who are divorced, um, probably looking, they make good money. And I think Erica's smart enough to know that's, you know, that's all she needs, you know, and she can still parlay her career into, you know, making money. Cause she obviously is. So I wouldn't be surprised. Do you think like she could have somebody and we just don't know, or you think we'd know? I think we would know. This is who, this is who I see her with. This is just me. I see her either with like, if it's going to be, look, I don't think, I think it is going to be someone with money. I do. I don't think it's going to. Oh, God, yeah. I, but I think it's going to be, I could see her with like some, you know, you think of now like the Anna Nicole, like I could see her like with like some foreign, like Russian billionaire, like some just like, look, it's going to have to be some guy that's eccentric and, and likes and doesn't want that 32 year old, you know, stick figure, like boring, subservient little thing. They're going to want that like, wild i could see it with like russian like some foreign right like that like even kind of a british guy i could see that that maybe isn't as familiar with the reality tv space doesn't care like maybe like conservative like stoic that's where i go to like rush like very stoic and like just loves things that she's like the most entertaining thing i could also see her with like not like a street wise guy, but I could see her with like some fucking mob boss. Like don't ask, don't tell like someone that's got just some like, you Speedy know, kind of past. Yeah. Like, just don't you worry about where my money comes from. Now that's really the last thing she needs, but <laughs> I could see her with someone like, you think people are going like to fuck that. with you? Like really like scary. Like when I tell you, like, don't ask where the bodies are buried with Kim D and you get scared. Don't ask. Um, that's the All second right. thing. And then I could also see her, and this is very like Anna, I could see her with like some like Texas, like, you know, like money, oil, like, you know, just someone that's just like, just so amused by her and like all of her antics and thinks she's the most entertaining, you know, but I don't think she's dating anyone without money. I, I, I really don't. No. Or any of us at this point? At this point, I mean, I mean, I might as well just hold out, right? I mean, here I am. What's the difference at this point? Um, before we wrap up and everything, we have to make reference to this thing we saw a few weeks ago on Beverly Hills with Rinna and Denise and these text messages. And she's like, I texted Denise and then Garcelle calls doubt on that. I mean, it wasn't really clear to me when what Garcelle was trying to say, but she said, lie on whether who texted who, you know, she's like, Denise said when, which could imply when did Rena ever text me or like when, I, like which time she texted me I all took the time. It as when, which, which time. Um, you but did? You know, cause I, cause I took it the opposite of like Rena never texted me, but it was, uh, I think it was, it was purposely vague a little bit. I do too. And, you know, Rena has come out and said, look, I didn't want to show it on camera because I wanted to be respectful. And then, you know, of course it's called into question. And then Rena, you know, Rena posted it and, you know, it really did happen. And Denise wrote back and said, thanks. You know, I appreciate it. And Rena basically just said, you know, I'm sorry I hurt you on the show. I wish you all the best. I hope your family's doing well. And then, you know, she wrote back and just said, thank you. You know, that kind of, I mean, it was, it's certainly not the beginning of a, of a great friendship again. Um, but, you know, it obviously happened. It happened. Um, and, you know, look, I have to say, I, I, I believe Rena. I think that Denise probably had a threesome with Brandy. I mean, I think 
it's true. You know, I mean, I just do. And so I, I don't really trust Denise's what Denise says to be true or not. And, you know, and, and also I think, did we touch on this before or not now, but you know, Denise is now on OnlyFans. She's joined OnlyFans with her daughter. Denise has joined OnlyFans with her daughter. Putting a pin in that for one second. The thing about this thing with Rinna and these text messages, like, okay, so she shows them. So you did text her. So we're no longer worrying about that. Rinna says, you know, I was never going to show this, but now that it's on the show in the storyline, I have no, you know, no, no choice but to. Here's my thing. Did you text Denise just because you feel bad? Or were you like, I need to call out these receipts when this is going to be a storyline because they're definitely going to show this on the show. And I'll deny that I'm showing these. And so I'm going to text Denise because I need to show this on the show, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's where I go. Did she purposely text Denise five months ago knowing this was going to, knowing she was going to bring it up on the show? Like is Rinna now, because that's very easy. I don't give a shit about you, Denise. I need to send you a text because I'm going to bring this up on air. And this is like, again, Ren is a brilliant that doesn't producer. shock me. I was going to say, I was going to say Ren is a brilliant producer and it's a good storyline, right? It's a good storyline for, is there some sort of meetup, you know, um, this season, next season, we're kind of laying the groundwork. We're kind of laying the groundwork. I don't think, you know, we talked recently about, you know, Kim Richard, that we want her back. I don't think that, um, We'll ever see Denise, even like, this is not going to be Camille Grammer attending the party, Adrian Maloof stopping by. I don't think we'll ever see Denise's face on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills again. And I will take it even one step further. If they want her at a Garcelle party or something, I think Denise is like, I will attend that party in the corner, unmiked, but I mean, I need $100,000 to even walk on. I really do think Denise is all about like, the cash, pay yep. me. but I, I don't think they could get her back on the show for all the money in the world. I actually don't. Um, so that's right. that. And, sh- and she is on OnlyFans. Yes. That's the other thing. I mean, yeah, what do you want to wrap up with? Yeah. She, she's on, you know, she joined OnlyFans a week later. I, you know, I don't subscribe to anyone's OnlyFans. Maybe I'll start. I mean, I'm just curious, like, you know, because people are on OnlyFans that don't show there, but that don't get naked. So, you know, what, what content is Denise going to release? I mean, that's my question. Yeah, and you know what's really sad is like this is where I'm so sometimes I have such a sick mind where it's like so what happens within 24 hours is it like Sammy Sammy Sheen's the daughter's only fans is at like you know a hundred thousand followers and Denise's is at like you know five million like is this like well oh, did, I was did, thinking the opposite I maybe, was thinking who's gonna maybe. Most people that watch Housewives are women. I, I just don't think you're female. Now, I mean, look, Denise is a, is a TV icon, so maybe. But yes, I'm like, and there's a lot of guys that are like the the yeah. Bond girl, and I mean, like straight men like yeah. love Denise Richards. Like they're horny for her. They are. That's true. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe a lot more but than our. To your point, the other girl, the Sammy, is 18, and that certainly is attracting its own audience. And I mean, let. Let me just boil this down, though. This is okay. I'm I, once again, guys, don't shoot the messenger. Whatever Sammy's followers are and what money she's making, and whatever Denise's followers and whatever she's making, I guarantee you they both have hundreds and thousands of private messages suggesting a collaboration between the two of them. <laughs> that would be so great. Oh my God. I wouldn't put it past. I, I, Stay tuned. I that guarantee with that's me. That you want to break the bank. You want to. You want to both go go buy yourself in Hermes and and figure that would be somehow. And you don't oh, think do it. you don't think there's they'll hundreds of thousands of DMs from horny men all around the world asking the daughter and mother to, to make an appearance together, a joint account. So that's just. I'm putting that out there. You heard it here first that I think that's what we're going to see at some point. Sorry, this world is a corrupt world. I wish we were all pure and innocent and happy. And and, and we all just baked cookies in the morning. But this is just the reality here that I do. That's a good point. No, it's good. Um, All right, Mr. Yontif, I have to love you and leave you. I know. Where we can follow you behind the velvet rope. Listen. Where can we follow you? At the Sarah Fraser Show on TikTok, Instagram, and the Sarah Fraser Show. We put out new um, podcast episodes every single day. Love it. Love you, everyone. We're going to be back with more next week. Take care. Bye. Bye, David. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.